Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos for here come the dreamers. Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets, butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos. Let us get to it and do it upright. Welcome the dreamers with all. Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting in my family's lovely historic home overlooking the rolling New Hampshire fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination and join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. Today we'll welcome fantastic, independent, eclectic jazz musicians to play live music for us, share their recordings, and talk about what inspires them. We'll touch their dreams as we open our ears and our hearts, listening intently to the fresh jazz expressions they unleash. And you never know, Dream Farm Radio just might inspire you to fulfill a creative passion or two of your very own. Well, welcome everyone. We're doing something different for Dream Farm Cafe Radio today. I'm actually uh, live on location here near a lake, and I've just done a gig with really well-known, brilliant saxophonist, composer, arranger, Kim Richmond. Welcome, Kim. Thank you very much, Julie. It's nice to be here with you. We happened to connect um, once up in the woods <laughs> That's right. when you were doing a radio show, and um, I kind of called in and said, you know, I'm doing a, a small house concert. You know, we're, we're alone in the woods up here. How much talent can there possibly be in, in yeah. the jazz world? Yeah, and I said, who is this? <laughs> and uh, invited you to come and be a part of a, a thing I was doing, and that kind of blossomed, didn't it? Yeah, it certainly did. Uh, up here where we are is kind of a rural area, in the woods and so forth, and there's, there's not much too much artistic sense up here, appreciation. There's some, of course, but it's rather hidden away, and uh, you were the one one was hidden away to me. But it was great hearing from you because at last I was hearing from somebody that was at least commenting about something that, where they knew what, what art was and what good music was, so that was great. Well, I try. I like to be the girl who asks all the silly questions no one will ask just for the sheer joy of learning more than I do. Mm -hmm. And folks, Kim Richmond really is a very seasoned professional in the jazz world, extremely well-known across the country as a jazz educator, alto saxophonist, mm -hmm. and composer and arranger. And we're going to share music from his new album, Artistry, which is uh, a tribute to Stan Kenton, who, mm -hmm. with whom you worked, right? I did. In 1967, I was with Stan's band. I 
What was that like? Tell us about Stan. <clears throat> well, uh, he was a great leader. He was one of my favorite leaders that I've ever worked with, and I've worked with uh, you know hundreds of them. Uh, because I'm, I've worked in professional music since uh, the middle 60s. And uh, that was right when I went out to Los Angeles and I joined his band for a short time. And uh, the music was wonderful. He was wonderful. Uh, the players were great, uh, but the road was a drag. <laughs> I just don't like the road that way. Some people thrive on it, but it was uh, uh, one-nighters, uh, and uh, every other, you call them hit and runs, every other night you, <laughs> you, you stay in a hotel, in a bed. Other than that, you stay on the bus and sleep and, when you need to. So it wasn't fun that way, and I didn't really want to continue doing that the rest of my life. But it was, you know, it's funny because people remember that as probably my most famous time. <laughs> I say that in quotes because uh, that's the thing that's uh, such a notoriety to have been with Stan Kenton, and even under those circumstances, with very little pay, by the way, uh, it, it's, uh, it wasn't a lot of that fun on a practical. But it made so, a deep impression, because you've done did. your whole album here. The, the album's called Artistry, right. and it's, it's a tribute to Stan Kenton, because mm -hmm. he was quite the innovator. And, he was. and maybe you can give us a window into that, and then we'll play a track in our first segment of your work and arrangement. Right. Well, one of the uh, orchestras or ensembles that he had was called the Neophonic, his Los Angeles Neophonic Orchestra. It did not travel, but it was a resident uh, orchestra of Los Angeles. It was in the middle 60s, I think, uh, just about a little after I was with his road band. And uh, they did new works. It was a kind of a laboratory or workshop for new works to be played. Uh, uh, written and played in Los Angeles at the, uh, at the music center there. And I was very impressed with that. I got to play with it a couple times mostly as a substitute, but uh, the, the works were very adventuresome, they were great, and this album is kind of modeled after that model. Well, let's hear um, something that you've done and okay. uh, give us a quick uh, little burst of inspiration about what the tune is and, and how you approached it, just maybe 20, 30 seconds, and then we'll hear it. Yeah, okay, well what we're actually gonna do is hear my version of Stan Kenton's theme song, Artistry and Rhythm. There was many versions of this written, many arrangements, he did quite a few of them and other people did some too, but Artistry and Rhythm was his theme and he used it throughout his uh, big band career. Uh, and so it was always a thrill to hear it. But I figured I had to do something a little bit different with my perspective. I used woodwinds, bassoons, stuff like that. And so we're, uh, we're going to hear that track right now. Great. Let's do it. Thank you. 
Listening to the Kim Richmond Concert Jazz Orchestra. That tune is Artistry in Rhythm. It's off of his tribute to Stan Kenton. And this is Dream Farm Cafe. I'm Julie Lavender. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. This is Dream Farm Cafe, and we're on location. I've been privileged to do uh, some live performing with Kim Richmond, who is a phenomenal, uh, just guy, epic pro sax player and composer and arranger. He's got a brand new album out with his Kim Richmond Concert Jazz Orchestra, right? Right. We didn't get the whole orchestra when we played live up here in the woods, did we? That's correct. We did not have... <laughs> but it was pretty cool. A, a, a small percentage of the orchestra. So we had to do something together. So here we are up gigging in the woods and sitting across from the lake thinking, let's talk about your music, right? See yeah. what we can do live. And I'm super excited about this album because the textures and the richness of a full jazz orchestra is really something special. So tell us about the, the next tune you want to play off the album. Well, well, first, let me just mention what the concept of the album was or how it became what it is now. It's a tribute to Stan Kenton, and he was an employer of mine years ago. But um, originally, um, a couple of years ago, we, we just wanted, I just wanted to get recordings of my, some of my new work, all my writing. I didn't want to play somebody else's music. I didn't want to uh, just do arrangements and so forth. I wanted to do some composition, but also different treatments. So my drummer, Ralph Razzi, uh, said, well, why don't you do a tribute album and make it uh, the expected, which would be Stan Kenton. And I said, that's a great idea. <laughs> Everybody seems to have to have a hook, a tribute thing to, to get uh, some recognition these days. So uh, that's what we decided to do. We decided to go for Stan Kenton. And I didn't have a lot of Stan Kenton type of tunes, or that is, I think they fit into the neophonic category, which is what we were talking about before, but they weren't really Kenton titles. Neophonic. So, yeah, new, the neophonic As was, in new sounds. Right, yeah. exactly. But we did need to have something more identified with Stan Kenton, the person for the, with his hits and so forth. So I chose the one we, you all heard already, which was Artistry and Rhythm, his theme song. He did it in a particular individual way. And then what we're going to hear is another one on the album. There's actually three things. But uh, the second one is called uh, The Peanut Vendor. The Peanut Vendor was a, a folk song from Mexico, I believe, and uh, written by someone else. But Stan Kenton's arrangement of it was quite individual and, and, and kind of folksy in, in respect that it wasn't really a huge ensemble playing. But it was high trumpets. It, was, uh, it, was, it turned out to be one of his uh, most uh, popular songs and uh, rendition. Everybody always asked for it. Well, I didn't want to do it in that same way, so I figured out a concept of uh, using all the elements that had been used in his recording. And I think uh, what we'd like to do here is play a little bit of his old recording, which uh, we will do, and then we're going to hear uh, my version of Peanut Vendor. 
Great, let's do it.
You've just heard the Kim Richmond Concert Jazz Orchestra. That was your version of Peanut Vendor. Right. Wow, incredible. <laughs> well, all the same elements are there, but uh, we tried to make it a little more updated. a little. And I think, you know, my, my desire is that Stan Kenton would have approved of this. And I think he would have. I think uh, I didn't do anything that would take it out of the realm that what he would have expanded to by now. Uh, his music, he hated woodwinds. Uh, he hated flutes, clarinets. Uh, he thought they were sissy instruments. You know? <laughs> and I, pl I brought a soprano saxophone on the road with us, and he said, no, nah, he didn't want me to play that. So I finally left him on the bus. But I think by now he would have expanded his taste, and even for his road band, into uh, multiple woodwinds. And we used a lot of them on, on all these tunes. Who's, who soloed on this? Uh, oh, that's Ryan Dragon on trombone. A uh, young fellow that just... Uh, kind of blossoming right now from Los Angeles. And uh, Andy Langham was the piano player, and he did, uh, they did uh, a couple of open solos, and so let them do what they did. That's cool. Well, my goal is to make people who know nothing about Stan Kenton go, wow, I can dig this music. Jazz isn't so inaccessible. It's, it's a rich, you know, yeah. texture of colors and sounds, and you don't have to get all into your left brain to dig One it, of, do you? Yeah, right, exactly. One of the things that I'm hoping that uh, people will identify with, of course, is rhythm. You know, that's, what I, that's the first thing about jazz you kind of notice, is that the, uh, the great rhythm's in it. And the old peanut vendor version had kind of a Mexican... Um, polka kind of rhythm. I don't know, it wasn't exactly that, but I don't know how to describe it, but very right, right. So I put an Afro-Cuban rhythm in there uh, for what we did on this one. So it was... So was, fun. Yeah. Uh, I had a great percussion player and he kind of directed that. So that was... Folks, um, if you listen reason. online, you got to go back and just, you know, really soak in this tune because there's so many aspects of it that you bring out and the, oh my gosh, the, the horns and the low register just... Wow. Insane. So now I want to hear an original of yours off of the CD. Tell us about what we're going to hear next. Okay. This is kind of the epilogue for the CD in a way in that uh, it's the last thing on there. And it's a short song. Uh, it's an original. And uh, the title came about by uh, one of my uh, colleagues at one point would say that anything that was like uh, a diamond in the rough thing and so forth. And he just uh, something that was very pure. We, he would just call it poetry. Mm. So that's what I named this. And this is uh, this is your tune. This is my composition. It uh, uh, outlines the features, the French horns, and uh, the uh, flutes on this, and the woodwind, all the woodwinds actually, oboe, English horn, and uh, bassoon, and, and flute, and clarinet. Well, as we look out at the trees and the lake, yeah. let's listen to some poetry. Okay. Bye. 
You've just heard poetry uh, written by Kim Richmond and arranged, beautiful arrangement. Mm -hmm. You really don't leave anything out of the potential for color, shape. Well, there's a big palette there, and that's my purpose is to use that. In the orchestra, in, in the, the jazz orchestra. orchestra right, yeah. and, and in my head, too. <laughs> it's a big palette. And I want to use all of it. I, uh, maybe that's not the best way to go always, but uh, I hear all these sounds. And, and the reason I hear them, I listen to particular people that I admire. Uh, one of them being a fellow uh, that I wanted to mention, Klaus Ogerman is his name, from Germany. He lives there, he's still living, and uh, although not in good health now. But that song, Poetry, was inspired by some of his works, and I just uh, love almost everything he's done. He's a jazz writer, basically, but he's with a big classical background, and he uses all the classical uh, palette. So inspiration, we like to talk about where the heck right. does that come from? Well, and that's it. That's where my inspiration came from on this one. And in so many things, I'm, I'm inspired by, well, in fact, on your stuff. Uh, you've inspired me on some compositions that we both know about. And uh, I've taken off from there. I don't try to imitate, although sometimes that's, that's what I endeavor to do and don't, do, mm -hmm. don't succeed mm -hmm. in doing, so mm -hmm. it comes out as individual. You know. But I think that's all a part of inspiration. Wow. Well, we're going to take a short break and come back. You're going to hear more of the inspiration of Kim Richmond. I think we might even try something here live on location in the woods so yeah. that we can play, um, get ourselves into some trouble here, and then hear some more of your recording. I'm Julie Lavender. You're listening to Dream Farm Cafe, and we will be right back. This is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. 
Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe on location here with Kim Richmond. We just uh, did a gig together, and uh, so while we're in the same neck of the woods, so to speak, we decided to um, get together and talk about his new recording, which is a, a tribute to Stan Kenton, mm-hmm. right? And uh, But there's nothing like playing something together live, which is what we do at the farm when I have people come. So sitting here in this home with a beautiful uh, piano overlooking the lake, and we thought we'd get ourselves into some trouble and see if we could record a... An idyllic setting. An (laughs) idyllic tune in an idyllic setting. (laughs) So this is a tune of mine called All Alone Here With You. And uh, let's just play around and see what happens. Okay, very good. Here we go. Tender, my darling 
music in the North Woods. I love the spontaneity of the creative process and um, collaborating. And so people are obviously going to notice that the difference between our talking live and location and the beautiful tracks that we've been playing from your CD right. is different than what we just did. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, I also wanted people to know what you bring to the party when a singer-songwriter like me gets to perform with somebody like you and just sort of bring it in a, in a spontaneous way. You, so soulful, so sensitive, you're, you're playing, and it's an honor always to, to do anything with you, Kim. Oh, thank you very much. Well, you know, the key to all this and having it successful at all is just listening, you know, you listen to one another musically. And, uh, and, and that way you can anticipate some things too, but it's, it's, it's uh, essential that we just listen and feel. So those are the two big things. I think people might be interested to know um, whether you can really be that present in music as to actually listen and not be thinking so much about what's that change or what am I going to need or at your stage do you, it's just so intuitive that yeah, you, you never you don't question what the next note's going to be you can just be present well it's it's all in the practice i mean if you have if you're practiced up <laughs> you know you can you and you have your technique available to you that you can react correctly to what you're hearing mm. and feeling and that's the key to it. I mean, we never are satisfied with the amount of technique what we're capable of, I suppose. But it's it. You're right. It's intuitive most of the time. And even with a writing, or especially with a writing, perhaps I don't even figure out what I'm going to do. I just uh, and somebody said this once, and I agree with it. You let the the performance or the tune do what it wants to do. You but you have to listen to it. You have to listen to what it's telling you. And this sounds really strange and weird. But there is something to that. You, you hear where it wants to go, and it'll tell you if you listen. Well, apparently you listened to Zippity Doodah, <laughs> and it told you some things. Yeah. And we're going to play that now, but tell me what Zippity Doodah okay. told you. Okay, well, Zippity Doodah is a favorite tune of my wife's, Chris. And she says, I want, why don't you play a jazz version of Zippity Doodah? This is for a small group. But, and so I said, well, I don't want to do just... And she said, well, do it your own free way, you know. I say, okay. So I did write an arrangement for her. She loved it. It seems to be somewhat successful. I wrote a big band chart on it, and uh, that's what we're going to hear. And uh, what it, what I've done is alter everything about it. What does it mean to alter? I mean, well, it means I've to change, change the but melody. in the jazz world when I've you changed say the alter. melody so that it's, a, it's not the exact melody that it is. I've changed the harmony. I've changed the um, timing to a certain degree, and the rhythm, you mm -hmm. know. And uh, I played it for some for the guys in the band, and they said, "Well, you're not even you not only uh, altered it, but you spelled it wrong, also." <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so I said, "It might as well just be your tune." So that's what I'm doing. I'm Zippity calling it my altered. tune. I hope I'm not going to be taken into the courts by the Disney Corporation. No way. But well, the mouse be. wouldn't do that. Oh yeah, they would. <laughs> No problem, but anyway. Not my mouse. Yeah. Hey, what does it mean to, to when, when you call an altered chord? To oh, an altered you? chord is uh, it. There's a certain overtone series in any chord that you hear. It's notes that are above the ones that you're playing. Can you can you show me something here? Yeah, what do you mean well, by that? See, We're at the piano here. A C chord here. Now those last three notes are the extensions. And when you alter those extensions, that's altering a chord. So you can lower or raise them. You can make them minor or diminished. Or, yeah. that, would be an that would be an alteration that I don't care for. <laughs> yeah. right. So play something hip. So here's, here's, an alt here's a completely altered C7.
based on those um, yeah. right. um, overtones and just altering exactly. The you're altering the overtones that it naturally gives. Will off. we hear any of that? In oh this yeah. Tune? Okay, we're going place. for a ride then. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, well let's hear Kim Richmond's jazz concert jazz orchestra doing your tune called Zibbity Altered.
You've just listened to Zippity Altered, which is a, a really wild um, rewriting of something you might know as Zippity Doodah. But it's really Kim Kim Diddy Doodah in this <laughs> one, right? Kim Richmond, yeah. concert jazz writer, arranger. Right. Yeah. Cool man. Right. What a what a ride for the ears. It's been a treat to have you here, um, folks. You can check out Kim at kimrichmond.com. Uh, thanks for listening. When you touch a dream, well, you know you've touched a dreamer when you truly listen to For photos of the farm, show information, or to learn about becoming a sponsor, visit dreamfarmradio.com, where you can sign up to receive free weekly episodes of our program. Dream Farm Radio is produced by Don Richardson at mlcrecording.com. Thanks for listening. Every dreamer needs someone who touch their Oh